when a door closes, a window opens. Or something like that. Hello guys, this is Jade from the Nerd Fix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. And in this episode, we're going to be doing a deep dive review on my thoughts on a game that I think many of us would be quite familiar with, that is Life is Strange. And the Life is Strange version that we're talking about is the very first one that revolves around the life of Max Caulfield. So for those of you who are fans of the Life is Strange series, this is the one for you. So sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. Now with the introduction out of the way, let's talk about the game of Life is Strange itself. The game itself is a five-part series that focuses on the life of Max Caulfield, an 18-year-old girl who goes to a art school by the name of Arcadia Bay Art School. It's basically like a private high school that is for a promising art students who want to advance into the art field. Like for example, there's photography, there's painting, there is drawing, the list goes on. One of those people is Max Caulfield, as I've mentioned, or Maxine, but she prefers to be called Max. Now, this game itself is pretty interesting because of the fact of it's more of a you get to choose which direction you want to go, and the path you choose, you face the consequences of those actions, which is what I love about the game. And I remember when I first played it, there were so many things that were so anxiety-inducing I didn't know which path I wanted to take. For example, there was one where I had to tell the principal if, for example, of that Nathan was in the girls' bathroom or that he wasn't in the girls' bathroom. But of course, I did tell the principal that yes, Nathan was in the bathroom because I had I basically had a personality trait where I was like, oh, I'm still a little bit of a goody two-shoes and I have to do what is right. But the one thing I really love about the game is the char- is the characters. They basically have their own personality, they have their own character story, and I love how each of them play their own part throughout the entire series. Like for example, we are met with Victoria, whom I will admit, I really didn't like her. But then as it begins to progress, we do get to see a different side of her that it makes you think, mm, okay, maybe she's not all that bad. Maybe there's a little bit that we do get to like her a bit. Because it wasn't until part four when, and I will admit there is going to be some spoilers ahead, and I'm sorry I didn't mention it, but there is spoilers ahead for those of you who haven't played the game, but for those of you who have played the game, the game, there is spoilers, so please be warned. In part four, they began to develop evidence of there is someone who is responsible for the death of, of Rachel. So now, Chloe and Max are on a mission to find who the murderer is. At first, they were to believe that it's Nathan Prescott, who basically is the little rich boy who not only gets to do whatever he wants as part of the Vortex Club, but his father also owns the school in a way. Now, with being part of the Vortex Club, you basically are one where you are looked 
up to and people fear you in a way which I will admit I really did not like the Vortex Club and how they treated those below them and how they basically were to tell those that are below them to do certain things in order for them to be part of the of the group which I found to be deplorable and disgusting and the one character that I didn't like the most of the group was Victoria which I have mentioned before she basically was a bit of a bitch but I digress back on to my point in part four there was a scene where Max warned Victoria about what was happening about the about who the next victim is and warning her that she could be the next one now at first you would think that Victoria would probably ignore her and would want nothing to do with her but we do see a side where depending on which of these consequences you pick she will say that she doesn't actually hate her and thinks that she's one of the coolest people in Blackwell and that she's actually jealous of her because she because Max is the kind of person who doesn't care what other people think when Victoria does and that really does set a high volume about the kind of character for her and even though she's more of like an ensemble character in the series, she does play a he- a significant role in the story that she, well, in part five, she was later on the next victim, but then things begin to unravel where we finally get to see who the person responsible for all this was, and it was a moment that not only I was just like, okay, what but at the same time i kind of knew at the beginning it was them but at the same time i was pissed because in the part one i didn't even think that the person who was responsible was right under my nose the whole time because i will admit he was kind of good looking and charismatic but the person i'm talking about who was responsible was of course a mr jeff everson the teacher who is te- who teaches a photography and I will admit he did get off that that kind of sense where he's always preying on young teenage girls and it's like Ugh. but at the same time it kind of would explain why he went after Kate and was trying to uh, make her condition worse even after the vortex party and part two yeah, that was a little bit grim. You basically have to go through a, fa- a part where not only you have to uh, bond and get and try to build rebuild the relationship with Chloe, but also you have to see what is the option. It's a life or death situation of what's going to happen to Kate. Are you going to talk her down off of the roof? Or are you going to say the wrong thing, causing her to leap herself off the roof to her death? Luckily, and I remember from the situation from the play of the game, I had to talk her down off the roof, which fortunately I was lucky to because even with someone who has some um, anxiety and stress stress issues, I do tend to forget of certain little details in a game that would probably get me stuck on a certain level or on a certain task for like maybe an hour or so but it takes certain things to for me to remember certain things to say oh i was supposed to do this or oh 
that's what I needed to do. But overall, part two was a very suspenseful because it's more of, are you going to save a life or are you going to lose a life? Because you couldn't do anything to stop it. The third part is where things really start to take a, a turn. And yeah, it's so much to go through. And then you begin to discover more powers that Max is able to unlock to where if Chloe, Max was still friends with Chloe, oh boy, things would really take a really, really dark turn, which I did not really like and actually was really heart-wrenching. And it really got into part four where you now have to make the decision either you don't pull the plug or you pull the plug. And that was a really hard decision to make. And I didn't want to go through something like this that could either be one that would be triggering or two, something that would really bring back to something that could be related to an event that happened in my life, which I don't want to go through. And again, something I do recall in the game is how they're able to make certain aspects of the consequences you, you go for towards really impactful that it really speaks to you at a deeper level as you continue on the game. But with what I've mentioned before in the beginning with Mr. Jefferson, that's what was revealed to be the person responsible for not only kidnapping of teenage girls, but also responsible for the death of Rachel. And he even kidnapped Max and was even going to use her for a photo shoot, which could explain why most of the girls had been uh, drugged up and also been, uh, ugh. yeah, that could also explain what happened to Kate as well. But now we also get to see that Max is able to use her powers not only to change certain events, but to also to stop a a storm from trying to, to hit her home and the only way of doing so is either you would have to save Chloe and sacrifice the whole town or save the town and sacrifice Chloe. Now this was a really hard decision to make for my part because I really love Chloe and I think she was an awesome character but there are people out there that really wouldn't like Chloe as much mainly because of the kind of uh, shit friend she is but it basically depends on how you view her, mainly after with everything we know about her backstory. And there even is a prequel to about Chloe's life when uh, Rachel was alive, which I may do a podcast episode about and my review on it because that was an awesome game as well, which I really recommend you check it out. But overall, me, I chose where I sacrificed Chloe and saved the town which it was a really nice beautiful ending overall but at the same time i wish there was a, a nice way where i could save both but at the same time you have to choose one or the other and whichever one works is the path you must take but with that out of the way and done i would have to give the life of string series following the story of max caulfield a 9.5 out of 10. The game is really awesome, it's so much fun, 
and you really get to see the life through Max's eyes and how you're able to see the consequences of your actions that you must take. And even if you, and what's awesome about the game is you get to rewind backwards even if you don't like the outcome of the situation, you get to rewind back and pick the other option instead and you get to go forward and advance from there. And I think I love that about that game. So for those of you who have not played Life is Strange, I highly recommend you look into it and really give this game a try. And also, the game series also has an another series where it has focuses on the life of two brothers and also the life of Empath. So what are you waiting for? Check out Life is Strange. You won't regret it. So what were your thoughts on my review of Life is Strange? Do you like the game? Do you like not like the game when it first came out? Because this has now been seven years since Life is Strange first came out on July 30th of 2015. And it's still a popular game to this day. Even with a new brand new game that came out just a few years ago, I'm still surprised of how well this franchise is still going. So let me know in a questionnaire below that I will be posting on Spotify of who your favorite Life is Strange character is. And for those of you who have stopped by, thank you so much for listening. And to end the episode, as always, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you so much for stopping by, and I will see you next time for a brand new episode. Later!